Hey, this is Thad Joyner, and you're listening to What Thad Thinks, the one and only podcast on the interweb focused solely on what I think. Proud that you're listening today. We are powered by Better Beans Branding, your one-stop shop for commercial and residential design, graphics, branding, construction, and remodel. Yes, capable of everything. Thank you for listening. Hey, and good afternoon, and welcome to What Thad Thinks, powered by Better Beans Branding. I am Thad Joyner, President and CEO of Better Beans Branding, and very excited for a supercharged podcast number 15 today with uh, um, two superstar guests um, and one insignificant partner. So we have that going on. Um, I want to send a giant shout out to the Learning Grove um, up in Indiana, whose install begins this weekend. Um, I believe Jordan um, and Neil and Ted are flying up to Indiana, bravely flying on the tail end of a pandemic uh, to see a great customer um, that has renamed, rebranded from uh, Buttons and Bows to the Learning Grove. Um, and their stuff is absolutely unreal. So I can't wait for you to see some of those photos of their transition and transformation um, up on our website. You should be able to see that over the next couple of weeks, um, but it's pretty unbelievable. Um, also, big shout out to the Atlanta Braves, my team, the home team, clinching the Eastern Division last night and uh, uh, punching their ticket into the bubble, into the uh, playoffs. Um, I'm pretty pumped and excited about that. But we have lots to do today. Big news today and big customers. So without further ado, um, let's bring on um, the technically challenged uh, podcast partner, Neil. Um, are you there? Yeah. I am here. You made our guests wait an extra, I don't know, 10 minutes. Were you timing it? I mean, eight minutes. I mean, does it matter if I? I'll send it? them. I'll send them both apology letters. No, I won't. Yeah, yeah. No. I'm about to say, okay, let's see that. No, let's read that. Um, nope, nope. Uh, you went with the blue shirt, blue background today. That's interesting. You're like wearing a logo shirt. Uh, blue, shirt blue background. Yep, yep. Trying to blend. Trying to blend. I, I didn't find the powder that we referred to last week. The powder. Uh, oh, for your head? Get rid of the shine. How are you? What's going on? Why are you trying to change the subject? Like, you're not going to be picked on today? To what? He's like, you've changed the subject really quick. Right I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous, a little anxious. A little you anxious. said something in our meeting prep that just was not what we talked about on the phone, and so that has thrown things off. Oh, no. How's your week been? <laughs> Which part? Well, what, what parts have you had? Well, look, we're, uh, we're super excited. Hey, by the way, Jordan is driving to Indiana in the morning. Oh, tomorrow. Yeah, no, she's got the U-Haul full of stuff. Okay. And then Ted and Neil are flying. Um, Brittany is riding shotgun with Jordan. Okay. And um, that's that. Nice. Okay. Well, you know, I spent my weekend... Uh, part of my weekend scouting places to drop you off. 
You did? Yeah. Yeah. But I know where you were this weekend. That doesn't make any sense to me. You know where I was Sunday. Oh. Yeah. Oh. It's going to be interesting. Great. I'm ready. Are you? Yep. Well, uh, you know, we'll see. Yeah. <clears throat> we'll see. The uh, So next thing is, um, are you hearing me well? Yeah, I got you fine. Okay. Yeah, Better yeah. now. Better now. Lean forward. <laughs> Not that forward. Okay. Um, so I did scout some places for you to this weekend. Um, I nixed them. They seem, One seemed way too soft. It seemed a little easy. It seemed like it'd be easy to eat, drink. It seems like you'd just be sitting out there fat and happy and bored for two days. Um, I didn't run into a single dangerous animal other than a spider. I just, you know. Oh. Uh, I mean, that doesn't have to be a qualification. It does. It has to be somewhat risky. Okay. Mm. I'm definitely orange today. You are orange. It's your lighting. No, you're not. But now I can't hear you. Right. Something was going on with the lighting today. How about, can you hear me good now? No. No? Yep. No? Yep. Yeah, I'm having to get too close. I'm just going to be orange. I don't think that's oh. going to bother anybody. The president can be orange. I can be orange. Hey, it's Orange is not a good color during football season, sir. No, not at all. Um, so I did scout some places, so that was good news. So, um, but orange is not good for football. You're right. No, but the start of football is here. Well, yeah. I mean, I think some people think football started a couple of weeks ago, but football doesn't start until the SEC starts. Um, and I think you're about to see football for real get going. How funny was it? Um, go dogs! by the way, before we get too far into it, Georgia playing Arkansas, playing the Hogs. The dogs and the Hogs were traveling out there. We're going to kick a little butt and be ready. But how funny has it been to watch the Big Ten take this sacrimonious stance of it wasn't going to be safe, and then as soon as we all start playing football, there was no, there was no way. Yeah, there's no way they could have not not played. They said they came out and actually said, "Oh yeah, there's been a lot of advances over the last three weeks, you know, in safety protocols." No, there hasn't. You turds, just admit you were wrong and come back and play. Why can't people admit they're wrong? Just people need to start admitting they're wrong. I had that argument with one of our old guests today, Andy Sherrard, and Andy's like, well, do you ever admit you're wrong? And I go, well, I'm never wrong, Andy. You were wrong. Uh, yeah. You write it down. Yeah, I'll write it down. No, I'm just, I just don't understand why people can't admit they're wrong. People are so dialed in to um, – you know, they dug in on what they felt about the virus, and they will not let it go. It doesn't matter how wrong people have been proven. It does not matter. Um, but their actions speak louder than words. I can't tell, me, tell you how many people on my Facebook feed are like, wear a mask, it's no big deal. It's way too dangerous to start back to school. And all their kids are, play, are playing sports and back in school. I don't understand, like, at what point are you going to go apologize to everybody you shamed? Um, you know, but... Anyway, I knew once we started school back and people realized that kids weren't really in danger, that this is what we'd get. It's what we previewed on our webinars months in advance, months ahead of this. Um, and so it's kind of coming true, which is good. 
Well, look, thinking about thinking about you know what people are doing to make changes. Walmart has made a huge announcement. They are doing away with two of their COVID precautions, right? No more one-way aisles and no more single entrance exit, right? They're opening it up. As I'm very happy about the two entrances, but the other entrance being yeah, back Well, open. you got a store that's the size of a block and you park in the wrong spot. No, and my deer corn is all the way at the other end that's closed. And so when I'm hauling 20 bags, 20, 50 pound bags of corn, I had to walk all the way to the other entrance. It's such a pain in the butt. I got like three buggies, and I'm pulling one with my foot. And can't steer them. I mean, that's good news for me. I mean, I don't do a shop for anything else at Walmart really all that much. But I think people are realizing, I mean, look, it, Publix did away with the aisles, you know, a month ago. Um, Kroger Be honest. Did you even pay attention to them? Never. Okay. Couldn't Never. make hell or high water of it. No, I didn't pay attention to it, and nobody paid attention to it. But, I mean, good for them. I think, look, I think, and we said it, and so our guests will, will, will validate that later. We said it months and months ago that once schools got open, this, slowly but surely people would realize that staying in the house and saying this was, you know, worse than it is, it wasn't going to stay that way. People were going to go, oh, okay, people get this every day. You know, we're seeing that in our own schools. We get what we had our third, fourth case this week, mm-hmm. and um, we sent a letter out to the to the we sent an email out to the uh, customers. Uh, nothing, right? Nothing. No, no response. Just yeah, y'all do your cleaning. We'll let you know if our kids system symptomatic, and you know, moving on. Life goes on. Yes, which is what we thought would happen the whole time. Hey, uh, speak speaking of life. Um, there's some new life coming to the Supreme Court. Maybe. Uh, you know, the Supreme Court of the United that? States. Did you say that right? There's some new life coming to the Supreme Court? Yeah. Somebody died. That seems a little insensitive. Insensitive? Did new she die life? or did she not die? I mean, of course she did. She passed away. God bless her. She's not with us anymore. So is there going to be a new life, a new body on the Supreme Court? Well, obviously there will be. What do you mean? So that's new life. Okay. I just didn't really like the way you phrased it. I mean, maybe you phrased it just fine for your insensitive self, but for people like me that are super sensitive, um, (laughs) that's not the way we'd phrase it. You want to look that back up again? Rewind? (laughs) um, Yeah. So... There seems to be a lot of hubbub about it. I don't really understand the hubbub. Um, understand us really wanting to honor her life by, you know, she obviously was a significant American. Um, so, yeah, I mean, honor that, honor the good she did and the people that feel, you know, strongly about the things she's done and honor that. We should, honor, you know, we should obviously do that and prayers for her family. Absolutely. And fill the seat. What's that? Fill the seat. I don't understand why people are arguing about whether or not we should be filling her seat. You don't understand that? I don't understand that at all. We'll break down the argument just a little bit here. Okay. Well, you, you know, it, was, it has been set that we have nine justices so that we don't have ties mm-hmm. on the court. Um, and you need that odd number. And one person died, 
And so it is up to the president to nominate somebody and the Senate to either confirm or to uh, turn down that said justice. I don't really get it. You know. So, so the court doesn't function on eight. Does it? Look at the votes. Look at look at the cases that's come up. I, I, it, it, it will be a lot of ties. How about that? I, I guess I wonder, and I don't know this, right? I'm not taking a position here. I wonder... Have has the court functioned on eight when people have um, bowed out or been sick? I mean, somewhat, yeah. but usually they don't take on the big cases, so you couldn't really present something. So, like, let's just say, you know, I mean, I, uh, let's just say there was a contested election. Let's say that. Let's say there was a contested election. That's you know, fun. You would have a really hard time. Yeah, real fun. Um, you'd have Hanging a really tracks. hard time filling that you know making a decision there so you know look i mean i you know people can get up in arms the republicans didn't um vote to confirm one of um uh, president obama's um justice justice nominations but you know the democrats didn't have control of the senate so that person wouldn't have been confirmed so there was no reason to even listen to it um and so uh you know yeah i mean this time uh you know, elections have consequences. Everybody go register to vote. Have your voice heard. And, uh, yeah, there you go. Okay. We're good. What do you think? Fill the seat or just – Oh, fill the seat. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to fill the seat. I mean, as soon as you say, well, you can't do it in an election year. Okay, what about – what if it was 12 months in one day that, that person died? I mean, then you wouldn't fill – I mean, it doesn't make any sense. And then I heard – I will say this last one. AOC came on and said, and we, you know, we don't get real political here, but um, this is not super political. AOC comes on and says uh, um, she should get to name her, you know, her successor. And I'm like, well, what is it, like a monarchy? Like, like <laughs> you know, you get, the, the, you get to be a justice and you get to keep naming the person that takes your place? Well, no, that's not what we do. Um, you know, just kick, scream all you want. Um, it's been a left-leaning court for 50 years. Um, it will all live if it's a right-leaning court for four, uh, you know, or three, or whatever it may be. Um, it won't be. It won't be very long. Um, we all get chances to have elections and change those things as they go. It'll never be as bad or as good as people think, right? We'll live. That's what I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, um, we have a, uh, I guess now, a more, more serious topic to discuss. Um, as you know, we are counting down, and we're less than four weeks from dropping Neil off for um, Neil Survivor, for um, Does Neil Alone. Um, it, we haven't named it, branded this properly yet, but for those of you that haven't listened to the shows, we are taking Neil, who we don't really care what he thinks at this point, but we are taking him into the woods. Um, I am blindfolding him and putting him in the floorboard of my truck, and we are taking him to the middle of nowhere. That's a felony. Walking him in circles and um, taking him out into the middle of nowhere. We're giving him a camera and backup batteries and allowing him to film himself for two days alone in the woods. He's going to be allowed to bring 10 items with him. And if he makes it those two days, 
I will be giving $5,000 to the charity of his choice. <laughs> you know what? The Sengupta <laughs> household just became a massive charity. <laughs> we will be giving, he will be winning $5,000 of my money if he can make it two days without tapping out. I will thrive. He will thrive. So now he's going to present the 10 items, and I get to say whether he gets to keep these or he does not get to keep these as his 10 items. So we're going to do that. We're going to set it in stone, and then, then he can go about planning his survival over the next little bit. Is that correct, Neil? I learned to skin a squirrel last night. You learned to skin a squirrel? Yeah. Did you do it? No, I watched it on YouTube four times. You need to go do that. You need to go kill a squirrel in your backyard and learn and skin it. I mean, you haven't done it until you've done it. Well, yeah, I have to get the squirrel first. I don't know where to buy one. So you kill a squirrel. Yeah, I haven't figured that part out yet. <laughs> I'm working through in my head, like, do you trap it? Do you, you know, that's where I have a, I have an issue, and it's going to be a game time decision with one of my items. There's no and game time decision. It's right now. I understand that. Okay. So let's go. Um, so first off, you you say you get to in, include a pack. Yeah, I have I have some things that are required that I mean, are, there's no debating these. I have to carry this stuff. Okay, let's hear what you think is not debatable. Um, bandit like emergency aid kit, like something to cut to handle my wounds, because I don't want to tap out over a cut on my finger. Right. That's that's why you make it one of your ten items. That's that's nonsense. Emergency, like emergency. Okay, here's the thing. I will provide you a first aid kit. Okay, and I'm trusting you to have it right. No, no I mean, it's, it, right is, I will have a. Not an empty kit. box that says emergency first aid kit. <laughs> a Band-Aid, some iodine or whatever they call it, some Neosporin. Neosporin? No, you don't get Neosporin. Well, you do rub some dirt in it, whatever. A, re a responsible emergency you kit. get a We're tourniquet and a snake bite kit. A, a what? Snake bite kit. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think it's reasonable to go out there without, without bug spray. <laughs> You're not getting bug spray. Hell no. No. Listen, the last time we went out there, I still have a tick bite on my leg that's now like 10 weeks old. Yes. And it won't go away. That's right. When is it going to go away? <laughs> you may have half that tick still in you. That's why I need bug spray. You're not getting bug spray. Forget it. No way. Um, I will so provide a first aid kit. A backpack, emergency first aid kit, and the clothes that I'm wearing. And I'm going to wear layers. Okay, I get to check the pockets. And of, course. Hey, of course. Of yeah. course. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not trying to cheat. This is just, hey, that's. I will give you a pack. I will provide you a sea bag. I don't know what that means. It's a like a military bag. Uh-huh. It's like a big oval-shaped sea bag. Okay. I'll give you a sea bag. I'll bring it. I will mm -hmm. get it'll have a first aid kit in it. Great. Sea bag. First aid kit. I really think you need to consider bug spray here. You've lost your freaking mind. Bug spray. There's no way that any listener thinks bug spray is going to be a required item. No, and you that and you're not going to be able to put that on your tin either. It's safety. No, it's not. I, I could get Lyme disease. Okay, 
but then that's just part of the danger. You can also fall off a cliff and br- bust your head open, but I don't have like that won't happen because I'm not going near the edge of the cliff. Okay, keep going. A... Let's pick your ten items. Great, you ready? Ready for number one? Item number one. Listeners uh, are ready. Is a sleeping bag. Sleeping bag. I'm good with that. Sleeping bag. Yep. Have you bought one? Pardon me. I already have it. Yep. Okay, good. All right. Number two. My wife asked me yesterday how much this experiment is costing us because every day Amazon shows up with something. Um, Item number two is a hammock that has a mosquito net over it. A hammock with a mosquito net. I intend to sleep off the ground because it got cold this week in Georgia. That feels like that's three items. No. Mosquito net. They're attached together and they, they're purchased as one thing. Okay. I'll bring you a receipt. I'll let you have that. Just because uh, I, I just think that's, I mean, I can't think of much more sissy than a mosquito net. Well, I, I might be able to use it for something. The you next might. thing is a tarp. A tarp. Mm-hmm. What size? Yeah, I don't, I'm not there yet. I bought one and I'm returning it. I don't like it. <laughs> he doesn't like his tarp. Number four. A life straw. It's a life straw, and it's attached to a bag so you can collect water and drink from it. I cannot wait to see you sucking water out of a muddy creek. It won't be muddy. It'll be clear. The video shows you muddy to clear in one. (laughs) Oh, my God. This is going to be so fun. Just make sure we have. Oh, I have to have your tripod, too, right? Your tripod Mm -hmm. and your camera. All right. The next one, uh, fire starter, striker, and rod. Okay, so a ferro rod. Yeah. A ferro rod. Okay. Now, I haven't figured out if that's the one that you scrape the filings off of and then use your knife to, to get it to light, or, but it's, it's, it will be that thing. You know, one of our listeners, Jessica Johnson, um, text me this week that she had a lot of faith that you were going to make it that she really thought you could do it until you started talking about having to pull over for a grasshopper that you almost wrecked your car and had to pull over and let a grasshopper out yeah she's now convinced that you're going to die i could have died in the car with the grasshopper like if the grasshopper had hopped on me in traffic that's bad you were going to have big problems with the bugs yeah bugs or bugs snakes um, the, I'll leave this next one off for just a minute. We'll end with it. Cause I'm really struck on this one. This, this, uh, this Number other six. So I'm going to go with, uh, the next definite is it's an ax shovel multi-tool with a whistle. <laughs> What's your problem? An ax shovel multi-tool yeah. with a whistle. Yeah. Like, okay, so you well, blow in the end of it to scare them. Do what? Show me what you did, dude. You take it and you go. <laughs> I can't make it, this I'll stuff bring up. It to the next episode. I have a feeling that Alita and Rochelle are rolling right now that you just showed us how to use your multi tool. <laughs> I mean, uh, you can also axe with things and you use the end of it to shovel. And it's a whistle. And so what's the purpose of the whistle? To ward off danger. Or so one of the articles said 
if you can't get attention and there happen to be other people around and you need something, you whistle to them. And obviously a whistle is going to be louder than a human whistle. Okay. Um, next one's a Rambo knife. A Rambo knife? Yeah. Like a knife. Like a, okay. a knife, a fixed blade knife. Okay. Next one's uh, some sort, and I don't have this, a headlamp of some sort, lighting. A headlamp. Yeah, okay. a lamp. In all likelihood, a headlamp. Okay. Um, hit me up, anybody of our listeners, if you've got one that I can borrow. You can um, borrow mine. Yeah, you'll take the batteries out of it. I don't trust you. Okay. Um, next one's paracord. Yeah. What are you going to use the paracord for there, Rambo? Um, I'm probably going to need it to assist me with my tarp, and then parts of it can be used to help me set a fire and uh, strap pieces of wood together to drag so that I can get it to the to my fireplace. Uh, lots of things. Hundreds of uses. Hundreds. Limitless. Limitless uses. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's funny that you're bringing like a light bulb. Like, why are you bringing a headlamp? Because I'm a, I'm really not crazy about sitting in the dark <laughs> until I fall asleep. What, what, what's the fire for? Well, I'm not going to set fire to the inside of my tent. Oh, well, you haven't brought a tent yet. Well, I've got a hammock and a tarp. Okay. What's number 10 there, Tiger? So this is where I'm stuck. I'll take votes here. It's either going to be a pot to cook with or, or a bow and arrow to get to kill animals. And I can't figure out, like, if I, if I bring the pot, then I might have a hard time killing anything to eat in it. You, but, might, you might have a real hard time. Um, however, if I bring the bow and arrow, which I don't know how to use, um, I'll, ha I'll have no place to, no way to cook something. You could spit it. I could spit it. That's how they did the squirrel last night. Yeah. You could spit it, but what are you going to drink out of? My life straw. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I didn't notice on your list. You're, have you nixed your gallon of water? There's no gallon of water coming your way. You mm. will have to tap out if you can't get water. I mean, you don't have any, I mean, I guess I, it would be fun to watch you run around with your Rambo knife trying to chase a rabbit. You're going to be really hungry. So you'd recommend ditching the pot and going with a bow and arrow or a slingshot? I would ditch the headlamp and get the pot and the bow and arrow. Oof. I don't see any reason for you to have a headlamp. It gets dark. Yeah, that's when you go to sleep. Does the camera have a flash on it? I mean, Neil, I just don't see, I, I don't, you got five, you got about five seconds to figure this out, but I mean, I can't see, I don't think you're going to use paracord, um, but yeah, more power to you. Um, I would ditch the headlamp and get me something to hunt or fish with and a pot. Yeah, I would get both of those. Okay, well, I'll take your advice. I will ditch the headlamp. And uh, a hunting tool such as, do I need to decide which tool now? Yeah. 
it's got to be a bow and arrow. I can't see a slingshot working in the woods unless the thing is close up at me, and I don't really want to be that close to it, whatever it is. Bow and arrow and a pot. Yeah. Now, when I say bow and arrow, I don't mean one arrow. Yeah, you'll get like four, a quiver. Okay. Yeah. You can go get the arrow back. You can reuse the arrows. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay, well, number one, a sleeping bag. Number two, a hammock. Number three, a tarp. Number four, life straw. Number five, a ferro rod. Number six, a multi-tool with that ever-so-popular whistle that Neil demonstrated earlier. A Rambo knife, as he said. Um, a bow and arrow, a paracord, and a pot. Yeah, that's it. All right. Well, the big reveal is on. I think everybody's going to be excited about that. We'll, um, we'll, let's make sure uh, Katie Lee, when she uploads this, uh, at least gets that on Facebook, those 10 items, um, so that everybody knows what you're taking with you. Um, but without further ado, we have a big show, um, and the, it has taken a little bit. Um, I want to introduce um, two of my very close friends, my respected leaders in the child care field. Um, you know, I, I, even though they're not business partners of mine, I like to call them, they are partners in so much of what I do. Um, and they are my absolute oldest friends in the childcare business. Um, uh, we have uh, Rochelle Kiner with the Oxford School in uh, uh, Columbus, Ohio, and um, or that area, and Alita Mechtel with Children of Tomorrow out of Minneapolis area of Minnesota. Alita, Rochelle, welcome. You're welcome to jump on and see your beautiful faces today. Howdy. Hello. So first thing, what do you think of his items, Alita? What do you think? Whoa. Wow. I didn't hear anything. She's speechless. I am worried. You're worried for Neil. You're keeping it that. You're worried for Neil and the items you pick. What were you hoping he would pick? Is there something you were hoping he'd pick that he didn't? I'm just... um... No, I, I don't know what he could pick that he would be comfortable You're going to be worried regardless. I'm going to be worried regardless. Okay. Rochelle, what do you think about the items he picked? Yeah, I mean, I think they sound like solid items, assuming that he could use them. <laughs> right. Well, wait, he showed us how to use the whistle. The other thing is, like, I don't think ax is a verb. You, did you just say you're going to ax something? Did I say that? No, Neil said that. I think axe is an item. Don't oh. you stop with an axe? <laughs> that's right. He used axe oh, as a verb. I'm going to axe it. I guess you can axe like that's firing somebody, right? Like, I'm going to axe Neil. I mean, that's a good point. Fired. He's getting fired. Um, you argue English a lot on this show, Rochelle. Sorry. That's okay. We do it a lot. Oh. Don't yes. worry. Don't worry. <laughs> I, I think we're all a little bit worried, but hey, you know, look. Um, you guys, these guys are, if those of you that don't know, um, out there in the small business world, these are some of, um, if y'all could close your ears for a second, Alita and Rochelle, these are two of the people I respect more than anybody that are small business out there, amazing leaders, um, amazing um, women leaders as well, um, great in their community, great to their employees, um, so you should have a lot to learn and laugh about with these guys today. I mean, learn from these guys today. 
I have not told them what they're doing on the show today. Usually everybody gets to know. So we have had a little bit of fun over the last week, like not telling them. But they've been good sports, and they're willing to come on anyway and risk me embarrassing them in front of our, you know, tens of listeners out there. Um, <laughs> so I will thank them for that. So are y'all excited or just nervous? I mean, Alita, you're very not talkative. You're usually very I'm, I'm just I'm just waiting because I know how you are. I've known you for a very long time. I'm ready to like run. I've got everything out of my way now in my office. I'm like ready to go. I am so happy that Rochelle has cleaned her office. That <laughs> desk is normally trashed. I mean, I've been on so many Zoom calls in the last six months with her, and the fact that she has an orchid out and like you know, I can see the shine on her desk is unbelievable. No, but all of that stuff has been there all along. It just had two piles on it. either side. <laughs> Those stacks of papers were this high. There's no way. You know. That's so funny. Um, we have, I've seen this view of the two of y'all like way too much over the last six months. But aren't y'all excited? We've got a, a child care focus group meeting um, in Phoenix, Arizona in what, like two weeks? Face-to-face. Yeah, like a real meeting. Like, like we have, those of you that are in the small business world around the country out there, like, understand the fear is gone. These guys are meeting live. Now, are you worried about anything? I'm just worried about being with you. Yeah, okay, fair enough. For yeah. Sure. yeah, I mean, no more worrying than normal. Yeah. Like, uh, are you more worried about contracting COVID on the plane or the plane crashing? Plane crashing. <laughs> plane crashing would worry me more, too. I mean, I think it's less likely the plane would crash, but I'm not super worried about either. Do you know, do, do we know the math on that? Are you more likely to die on a plane crash between, is a, like a 34, 35-year-old woman like yourself more likely to die in a plane crash from Ohio to Arizona, or more likely to die from COVID? Well, I mean, planes have been around longer than COVID. So maybe this year, COVID might be more likely. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I can't tell you. I don't know. Um, so uh, anyway, so we have, um, for the very first time on What Thad Thinks, um, we are having a uh, rocking game show today. Game Gosh. show. Big prizes on the line for this game show. Um, $250 worth of gift cards for your staff is coming your way to the winner. To the winner. The loser, the loser will be buying those gift cards. No, I'm kidding. I'm buying the gift cards. I'm buying the gift cards. Um, the, uh, so I'm buying the gift cards. I will send them in whatever increments you want. Um, uh, $250 worth to you, to, for you to give out to your staff from Better Beans as a thank you for playing this great game show. Now, look, we never, we, we do normally spend 30 or 40 wasted minutes on this podcast talking about current events. However, this game show is going to drive some really good takeaways for everybody that's listening. So it is going to be content driven. Now, listen, first off, Neil and I are the judges. Um, and I get, I'm telling you that we're both the judges, but only one of us matters. Okay? So I will make that very clear. Which is Neil, right? Yeah, oh, that's right. That's the name of the show. Yeah. <laughs> that's the name of the show. Um, so, Thank you, Alita. Uh, yeah. Love you, Neil. Some of these answers 
are subjective. So it's not like, you know, you know, in what year did, you know, was the Declaration of Independence signed? Um, this, this is going to be subjective. I had, to subtrain, I had to explain what subjective and objective was to Neil. I knew y'all both understood that. Um, but I had to double down to explain. So we will do it. So what you will need, and I'll give you a, a second to gather your tools, is you will need a black marker of some sort. If you don't have black, blue will work. Um, preferably fat, preferably fat marker. Um, so it can be easily read. And you'll need some blank white printer paper um, for your answers. And that's all. I'll give you, you know, I don't know, 20 seconds to gather that up, and we'll get, while you're gone, we'll sing a song. Annalie is not paying attention. What do you want to ask me, buddy? One in 5.4 million. Is plane crash? I don't have black candy. It's like purple and I can read that. Yeah, I can read that for sure. You've got it. I've got it. All right. Do you have your marker, Alita? Now, y'all realize you're playing for your employees, correct? I mean, this is big, big time. They're watching. They want to know if you care about them. That's how important this is. Um, there is no right or wrong answer, so don't, you know, but we will decide who's right. That's kind of the name of the game, right? So don't be afraid to write down a wrong answer, um, but we will ultimately decide who's right or who's wrong. Number one. According to the Small Business Administration, there are five keys to success. Okay? <laughs> yeah. All right. These traits are keys to success. We want you to rank them in importance for entrepreneurial success. We want you to rank these five in order of for entrepreneurial success. So I'll, I'll, I'll list them, and I'll give you a second to, to rank them. Then we'll go on to number two. We'll come back, and we'll discuss the answers in a minute. So the top five keys to business success to the Small Business Administration. Number one. Market awareness, market awareness. Number two, hands-on management, hands-on management. Number three, amount of competition. Number four, industry knowledge. And number five, hard work. Okay, so top keys to small business success Knowledge, market awareness, hands-on management, competition, and hard work. All right. Number two, rank in order of marketing importance. These Wait, are, are we? You are don't you want our answers? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I kind of want to do it at the end. Y'all want to do it now? You well, do it no, one by like, one? can I, can I, can we answer it? Y'all go ahead. We'll give you a second. I mean, it's, it's not rocket science. Should be able to do this fairly quickly. It should already be done. Okay, Alita's done. She gets an extra point. Michelle's done. Okay. All right, number two, rank in order of marketing importance. Importance in marketing, okay? Um, and we're using y'all's wealth of knowledge for all this, right? I mean, y'all are many years. Um, I mean, Alita, what are you, like 42 years in the childcare business now? Thanks. 
Feels and, like it. And, and Rochelle, you're what, 11? Yeah, I mean, like five, I think. Yeah. So here we go. In marketing importance, um, signage, um, advertising, community events, word of mouth, and location. Which is most important to drive business to your front door. You got those? Give y'all 20 seconds or so to knock them out. Looks like Rochelle's done. And Alita's still working. Now it looks like Alita's done and Rochelle's still working. Or she's just squiggling and drawing pretty pictures on her paper. Which one of you drew pretty pictures on your paper growing up in class? I mean, I wouldn't say they were pretty, but I did draw some stuff. You doodled. You doodled? You doodled? That's cool. Um, all right, number three. In hiring somebody for a position, you're hiring somebody. What is the most important thing to consider in their hiring? Number one, their salary. Number two, their education. Number Sorry. three, their personality. And number four, their experience. Y'all should be able to knock that out pretty quick. That one was pretty easy. I'm already done with mine. I know the right answer already. All right, number four. Someone asks you, someone that walking down the street asks you and says, hey, I'm thinking about going into business for myself. You tell them what? Um, you tell them to, A, write a business plan, B, study marketing, B, study finance, or four, to go work in the industry they're, they're considering. Are we supposed to rate these or you just- You can only tell them one of those. On the last one, the hiring one, are we ranking or just picking the most important? You're ranking those. Okay. This one, you're picking one. You only get to tell this new business person one thing. And it was A, B, C, or D? Yes. Or you could say E and say, don't do it. But we know you're not going to say that. At least Robert. not this week. Things are better this week. All right. You're going to tell them one of those. You're going to tell them to go work in the industry. You're going to tell them to write a business plan. You're going to tell them to study marketing. You're going to tell them to study finance. All right. Y'all y'all there? Y'all there on that one? You picked yours? Okay. Number five. The best entrepreneurs have what trait? And rank these traits and level of importance in entrepreneurship. Number one is they're educated. Number two, they're disciplined. Number three, they are customer driven. Number four, they are creative. Or number five, they are relentless. Educated, creative, disciplined, relentless, customer driven. What is the most important thing for someone that ought the that the best entrepreneurs have. All right, y'all done with that one? Number six. Wait, how many? I don't have enough paper. 
That's right. I told you to get multiple sheets. That's not. That's your bad. Um, number six. I get an extra point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can use the back. It'll just be scribbly. Number six. Who wins the election? Who wins the election? I didn't say who you're voting for. We do not want you to disclose that. We just want you to know, as of today, and if you listen to the show, we've been asking everybody that. So, um, as of today, who wins? And number seven, does Neil make it or does he tap out? Or I guess or three, like, have to be medically evac. <laughs> Which one? Does he make it? Does he tap out? Or does he get medically evac? Did you guys pick a date? Yeah. Neil, what is it? October? Before or after we meet? After, the week after. Oh, perfect. God. Perfect. Neil, <laughs> no, we you, got you. You got we to hug him. You get a chance to hug him. You don't you get want to hold off on that airfare. Does that no. tell me? Are you, are you saying your answer essentially? Apparently no, not. no, I'm not. <laughs> Neil, Neil, Thad hasn't told you, but you don't get a hotel room. We're practicing in Arizona. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Put him out there in the desert. And yeah. Oh, yeah. Enjoy the rattlesnakes. Bobcats, rattlesnakes, scorpions, spiders. It's all there. Well, the biggest thing I'm worried about right now of where I kind of think I've decided to take him is the Bears. And right now is a little bit of their mating season. Any... I'm not attracted to Bears. I'm, I have no problem. <laughs> They're attracted to you, Neil. I would shave. I would, have, I would shave my head bald. I would shave my beard. I would have no hair. Do you want me to bring you some oils? You can put it on and just, it'll just. Oh, please bring him some oils. Please bring him some oils. Yeah. Could he, use, could he use oils for the bugs? Could that be like yeah, our contribution? Whatever he could. What it, listen, here's the thing with oil. He can, he can wear oil. He's going to have to put it all on day one. Yeah. I, I can't. I have, to go, oil. I have to go to court that morning for my car accident. I can't just show up smelling like bug spray and oils. From the grasshopper? Your you honor. Can... No, no, no. The tractor trailer. <laughs> So, all right. <laughs> this is going to be so fun. Um, number one, um, the top key to business success, according to SBA, um, ranked in order. Um, this was according to SBA. Let's see how y'all put them in. Let's go. Um, hey, you what, number one, what was, uh, let, let's hear, um, let's hear your five, Alita. Let's hear your five first, Alita. Go ahead. Uh, industry knowledge, market awareness, competition, hard work, and hands-on. Okay. Okay. Not bad. Not bad. Three for five. Rochelle. Well, mine are like completely the opposite. I put hard work, hands-on management, industry knowledge, market awareness, and then amount of competition. Okay. So I'm going to give, I'm going to give the win real quick here, Neil. I'm going to give the win to Alita as much as it pains me on the first one. Um, uh, on the first what's one. What's paining you with that? What's that? What's paining you? I don't. You've taught me this. You should. I be... like Rochelle a lot more than I like you. Well, I like Rochelle a lot more than I like you too. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Neil does as well. I like Neil more too. I know. Everybody likes Neil Moore. That's the point. Exactly. But who do you call when you have a problem? You. <laughs> exactly. 
that's the point. If you want somebody to rub your back and tell you everything's going to be okay, call Neil. Not true. True. Yeah. Yeah, you're very sweet. Sweet boy. Let's get back to the answers. Going to get eaten. So, yeah, <laughs> according to the SBA, um, industry knowledge is number one. Um, and I, I, I sim somewhat agree with you a little bit, um, uh, Rochelle. Um, I had no industry knowledge when I got into this. I guess I did have the business knowledge, but I didn't have industry knowledge. Um, market awareness being number two, that you understand the market that you're going into. Um, number three is hands-on management. And, um, you know, that is the number, you know, Rochelle, I would, you put that way down on the list, I think. Um, or you put it number two. No, she Alita was put high. It way down the list. This is one Alita missed. Because um, Rochelle can tell you just like me, you know, the center that she had the, when it was the absolute best is when she had one center and it was her. She was in there. She grew it like crazy. Hands-on management will help new entrepreneurs especially be successful. Um, don't think you're going to, you know, the biggest mistake I see in childcare, especially, and restaurant, actually both of my industries, a rich person goes into business for themselves or someone that saved up some retirement. They decide they're going to open a childcare center, open a restaurant, and they don't think they're going to have to work at 60 hours a week to be successful. Um, you absolutely are going to have to work it like crazy to be successful. So don't even pretend you get to be absentee. So hands-on management. Um, number four would be soft competition, and number five would be hard work. Um, you know, hard work is kind of a catch-all. I don't know. It could have been higher. But anyway, that's where we are. Alita gets the, gets the first 10-pointer. So 10 points for Alita. You're supposed to there you go. Neil, I need some more enthusiasm. Are you trying to text or something, Neil? What are you no, doing? no, no. Why? What are you I hear? need you to dial in here. Well, because you weren't looking at the screen. and you weren't I'm writing answers. I'm writing. I'm writing. Um, ten points. Ranking order of marketing importance. Rochelle? Marketing I did. importance. Number one. Word of mouth. Okay. Location. Okay. Signage. Yep. Advertising. Yep. Community events. Very, very well done. I'm going to give you three out of five. But almost five out of five. Like, should have been. I literally could just bend it and give you five out of five. But go ahead, Alita. Word of mouth, communication, advertising, signage, and location. Well, since communication wasn't one of our choices, our you're, going to lose, you're going to lose five <laughs> points for that. Yep. So you need to take five from her. She now has five, not ten. <laughs> I mean, that wasn't even an option. Uh, okay, so the only argument I will have, and, and Rochelle, I am very proud of how well you did on that. Um, the, the only thing we had different, and remember, this is what Thad thinks. I had word of mouth, number two, and location, number one. I knew you did. I, I mean, I, I've heard the location, location, location. But yeah, even because, a crappy location with a good reputation in my opinion, can fill its doors. Right, but let I me ask agree. you a question. Let me ask you a question. If I was going to give you money to go open a center tomorrow, right, and, and, and haven't you ever seen these lucky people in the industry that just have a great location with little competition in a perfect spot, and it doesn't matter how crappy they are, they still make lots of money? Yes, I mean, that's fair. Wouldn't that's you like to have that lucky that, spot? I mean, I would love to have that spot. Yeah, so I think that, that's why location beats word of mouth. Um, but they are so very important. Ten points to you, minus five for Alita. We have a 10-5 game. <laughs> this is interesting scoring. Yeah, very much so. Well, you don't follow instructions, you lose points? What was I'm that? really interested with how orange I am right now. 
very I guess I could read my circle line. I can't reach it. All right. Um, number three, in hiring someone for a position, rank the uh, these four traits we gave you, the four things that were most important. Alita, we'll let you go. You're in second place or in last place. Go ahead. Personality, experience, education, and salary. That's your ranking. Mm-hmm. Okay, Rochelle, what did you have? I have exactly the same thing. Both of y'all are correct. That's exactly what I have down. Those are, in fact, bonus points for both of you. 15 points apiece. <laughs> 15 apiece. Way to get a bonus. I cannot believe. Listen, that tells you we've sat through a lot of talks together. That all three of us put the same thing down. Absolutely. And neither one of y'all really hesitated on that. Y'all were done with that question really, really quick. I was done with that question really quick, too. All right. So, number four. Someone asks you about going into business for themselves. And you tell them what. Um, uh, uh, Rochelle, go ahead. I said D. I didn't write down the answer, which I think was industry knowledge-ish. Yep. You said go work in the industry? Yep. You said go work in the industry. Alita, what did you put? Industry. Yeah, that's going to be nothing for both of y'all. Um, yeah, I'm going to give a big zero. That would have been my second most important one. Business plan? Business plan. Yeah, business plan. Business plan first. Uh, uh, which of you actually wrote a complete typed up business plan for your first location? You did? You did? Okay. So y'all did executive summaries, you did financial studies, you did the marketing outlook, the competition outlook, all that stuff. By the time you've done all that, you've made a good decision whether you're going to open a business or not. So I do think the plan comes before, you know, actually working in the industry, um, actually doing that work. But I do think both of those were important. I mean, all four of them were important, right? If you could study marketing before you went into business, you'd be probably be better at it, right? Plus, you did say that the SBA says industry knowledge is the most important. They did. But this is not what SBA thinks podcast. <laughs> um, I'm sure their podcast will be very interesting. Um, this happens to be what that thinks. <laughs> um, <laughs> But both of y'all, no, no blood, no blood on that one. It is still a twenty to fifteen game. <laughs> twenty to fifty, or no? Uh, twenty to twenty-five. No, twenty-five to twenty game. Rochelle yeah. is up. We're on question number five here. We're on question number five. Uh, the best entrepreneurs have what trait? And we're gonna rank these, and we're gonna let Alita go. Rank no, 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 I went first last time. Did you? No, you went on the odd numbers, one, three, and five. All right. Okay, go ahead. Oh, I'm so nervous. Go ahead. Discipline? It's for $250. Discipline. Okay. Creative, relentless, customer drive, and educated. Okay. Rochelle. I mean, did you try to do bad? Alita, did you try to do bad right there? Well, I was in Were a you hurry. It? Okay, no, go ahead. no. Go ahead. I did. I did customer driven, relentless, creative, disciplined, and educated. Both of y'all put educated last. Aren't both of y'all pretty educated? Yeah, but okay. I just I don't know that like, I have to be. In your last, I'm thinking of your last episode then. Okay. Well, I mean, here's what I have. Um, I'm going to give you what I have. Customer driven first. Relentless second. 
disciplined third, creative fourth, and educated fifth. And I, but I put an arrow between creative and disciplined and couldn't decide which one to put first. It looks like Rochelle, Rochelle absolutely that nailed that. And let's, yeah. we can argue about it if you want, but like, look, no customers, no business. So I think customer driven comes before discipline. We all know some undisciplined people out there that have lots of customers because, you know, they're just good with customers. So I think that one, and that one would have been the only one that, I mean, I don't know, creative versus disciplined. Maybe that's a discussion. Like, which one of those is more important? I mean, I think if you're good and creative, you can overcome some discipline. Yeah. No? I don't know. I suppose you could probably argue the same the other way. If you're yeah. disciplined, you could overcome some lack of creativeness. Yeah, I mean, if you're super disciplined. I mean, I think the key here is, in all these that we've mentioned so far, and maybe I was, I'll wrap, I'll recap that in a second, but I'll go ahead and say that again. I'll say it now because I think it's important. We did all this game. We're doing some of this game guys so that all you small business folks out there can understand what kind of traits and what things are important and what to value, what kind of traits to value over others. Here's the thing. You also got to know what you're not good at, right? I mean, you just have to know what you don't know and surround yourself with those people or go learn about that from someone that can teach you something about that. So if you're not disciplined, Neil, if you're not disciplined, then put some disciplined people around you, right? If you're not creative, Neil, then put some creative people around you, right? Yes. Okay. What are you huffing and puffing for, Alita? Because He's my partner on this show. I can go to him. I know. I, I've listened to all of them. Okay. I have. Um, so the most important thing about this is that whatever you feel, whatever, you know, these are the things that we feel will make you the most successful, right? Um, and being on this last one, I mean, being customer driven could overcome all four of these other traits. You don't have to be educated, creative, disciplined, or relentless if you're just unbelievably customer driven, right? I mean, we've all had the bad waitress that we still go back to the restaurant because she's so damn friendly. Right. I mean, it doesn't matter. They forget how to make your drink. They're just friendly. They're fun. They'll do whatever they want, they, whatever they can for the customer that overcomes so many problems. So just remember those. So we now have a 35 to 20 game. All right. So Rochelle, who wins the election? Is this for points? It's a question. Everything's for points. Is everything's for points, but, it, but you don't know what I'm scoring here. <laughs> who okay. wins the election who i wins? think Biden, i think biden wins the election you think biden wins the election okay i do alita who wins the election dad that is a 15 point answer right there <laughs> that's no. ridiculous i'm not running i'm not running that was a great answer though so that's definitely five more points than rochelle so we'll give rochelle five and you ten um and so where are we at now in the scoring, Neil? Well, that means we're at uh, 40, 40 to 35. 40 to 35, Rochelle holding Rochelle's a slight got, lead. Rochelle's gotten the lead. She's just like Biden right now, holding a very slight lead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Holding on to a slight lead. All right, number seven. Does Neil survive? Does Neil tap out? Does he make – does he get the 5K – does he tap out or does he get medically evac? All right, Alita. Neil, you know, I will always love you. Okay. I will. 
but for shame, Alita. I have to, I'm worried about you. Every week I listen to you of you Googling and trying to figure out what you're bringing and you trying to catch an animal and you've never done this. So naked and afraid, Neil, I think you're tapping out. How, okay. At what point do you think he taps out? How many, how many hours? Just after dark. We should do an over under. Uh, so you're saying like, so if we drop him off at noon by 8.30, he's out. Isn't it like 2 o'clock because you guys are leaving by noon? Yeah, we're leaving at noon. Yeah. Be there by 2. 2. Um, Let's, we're still working on that. Court's at yeah. 1 o'clock. Oh, no. yeah, then for sure, like, 6 hours. Okay. Wow. 6 hours. Because that's like dark time, right? Oh, Neil, yeah. you're, it is. In October, it'll be dark at 8. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want I'm to, sorry. This I is for I went hunting this weekend, and I'm telling you, uh, I had a bunch of deer, like, right underneath my stand when it was time to get down. And so I just had to sit for an extra hour and a half because the deer, you don't want them to hear you getting down because then they know where you are, and the next, you know, next time they won't be there, right? And I tried to wait till about 9.30 to get down out of the stand. I mean, the coyotes... I mean, they're howling. Everything was going, and I was sitting there going, "Oh man, all I got's a bow and arrow." I mean, it's ridiculous. I, mean, I can't even carry a sidearm that time of year. All I had was a bow and arrow, and everything was going crazy. And when I got down, they start blowing, <laughs> pawing at you. That's baloney. You're such a liar. No, not lying. I swear to God. Neil, <laughs> I'm in the city, and they're howling in our backyard. And all I was thinking was I had the I had my flashlight to get out right, and I'm walking up the thing, and I'm shining that daggum thing everywhere. I hear a noise, and I'm going, "Oh man, Neil's gonna poop his britches." I mean, he's gonna absolutely poop his britches. Um, so, oh, Rochelle, um, is Neil going to make it, or is he this going is, to? This is forty-eight hours. Forty-eight hours. He's got to go through two of these nights. So I totally, I totally wrote down, make it. Make it? Uh, yeah, said, I mean, he, he's not going to eat. No. And he's going to be miserable. He will not eat. And he will not sleep. And he's, yeah, he's not going to sleep. And, and the time he calls Thad, that time he makes the call until the time Thad actually winds up getting there is going to be the longest. No, no, no. If it was 24 hours, I'd say he's going to make it for sure. The 48, the second night is may put him over the edge. Because you know you can make it through one night. Like, you can just sleep, go, look, I'm just going to sleep. I can make it. Uh, but then when you're going through that misery, and you're going, oh, my God, i got to do this again. I might as well And he's hungry out. and tired and dirty. And, I mean, the second night. What are you going to use the tarp it. for, though? What? Oh, we should totally do an over-under on the time. So is he going to make it? You wrote down make it. I did make, make it. it. I did write down make it. And then I was thinking 48 hours might be a stretch. All right. I tell you what. I mean, look, here it is. Rochelle is the winner. Um, you know, uh, she has confidence in, in Neil, um, and she's got more questions right. So we're going to give it to her, even though she doesn't know who's going to win the election. We're going to give it to her. And, uh, <laughs> and her, she's, listen, here's the thing. She's, got, she's full of hope. She's full of hope. She hopes, 
she did not say who she thought she was going to win. She really thought it was who she hopes going to win. And she really does hope Neil's going to make it. She hopes. I do too. I didn't say who I hope I'm is going to win. I said it. who I think is going to win. No, you don't. But you asked me what is going to happen. Oh, I know. I'm just getting. I'm, I'm hoping everything for Neil. Yeah. Everything. Listen, you're going to get our parting gift, um, Alita. Um, and we'll send that to you. Um, I'm sure. Yeah. Neil is it going to be a scallion? Yeah, you get like a participant gift. You know, we'll give you like, you know, boxes. We got some new, we got some new digs. A hat, maybe, maybe a hat. You want a hat? Did you need a beans hat? You want a, uh, uh, what else we have? Umbrellas? No umbrellas. If we had an umbrella, we can still, I still have some extra umbrellas around though. I can send you one. It's not really a better beans umbrella, but we have umbrellas. You definitely get a parting gift. Rochelle, $250 to your staff. What do you have to say to your staff? I love you. Yes, Thanks for making me proud every day. Listen, hey, um, those of y'all that are listening um, to these guys, um, you know, and, and if you're in their areas, they, they love to talk shop with you. Um, but understand they gave you some great insight today. Um, and the, the, the way I'll wrap it up um, with what we talked about was there are definitely more than one trait that will make you successful um, in your small business, um, especially if you're relentless especially if you're willing to work hard, especially if you're willing to sur surround yourself with people that will help make you successful. Know your weaknesses. Um, find some people that challenge those weaknesses that make you better, um, and you'll go out and have massive success. You couldn't find three people that are more different than the three of us. Um, all three of us have had um, our own successes in different ways to get to the finish line. But you saw how aligned we were on the things that were important, and that was how we hire people. You saw us all completely aligned there because we know how to surround ourselves with people that will make us successful. We hope that you listened to that and paid attention to that too. So, Alita, Rochelle, was it as painful as you thought it would be? No. Was it, as, was it, was it as fun as you thought it would be? Did you have fun? Always fun with you, Thad. Always. Super fun. Uh, listen, love y'all. Very thankful y'all came on the show today. It's now the time for what everybody really tuned in for was to hear about what Thad thinks. So no more of you guys. Thank you very much. We love you. Just, yeah. um, and uh, we'll send your gifts out in short order. Neil, you need to get out of here too because it's time for what Thad thinks. Um, so, hey, what a great show. Um, great people there. And I hope you enjoyed our first game show. Um, now, I want you to get um, this ready. I, I heard someone talk about this the other day, and it's been ringing true to me since. We're like 40-some-odd days away from an election. We have um, lost a Supreme Court justice. We have riots and protests and great division in our country right now. I don't see that changing in the next two or three months. Um, the division is going to be there. Um, and it's going to be on the surface. It's going to be in our face. Um, do you have your emergency break ready? And what I mean by that is, do you have, um, you know, the basis that you, the lines you will not cross as a human, as an American, as a business owner, as a leader of your family? Meaning for me, I have emergency breaks, right? You know, my faith guides my principles. I mean, there's, you know, there's things that it doesn't matter what side of an argument you're on or whatever. I mean, it, you most people know exactly where Thad stands because of my faith and they understand my principles and my morals and where I, where I stand. 
Um, my faith is one of my emergency breaks. My other emergency break um, is the Constitution of the United States, right? Um, regardless of the people that have treated it improperly through the years, I have an emergency break is that's the Constitution. I do believe in other people's freedom of speech, right? I mean, in fact, I served in, 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 in the military. I served and fought and bled, um, sweat and bled for people's right to protest and to say whatever they want and to uh, peacefully assemble anywhere they want. Um, you know, I, these are core to who I am. So no matter who gets elected and no matter who gets, a, a, you know, um, appointed to the Supreme Court, um, I'm not changing. I will not mistreat others. Um, I will not infringe on people's rights. Um, I love my God and I love my country, and those are my emergency breaks. So regardless of whether of what you believe out there, I hope that you've thought about and discussed with your family and discussed with the people, the managers and, and, and executives in your business about what y'all's emergency breaks are. Because I do think they're all going to get tested over the next three to six months. And the people that are most extreme are going to be trying to make you pick a side. Um, I hope and pray that it's not as bad as I expect it to be. But I expect it to be very divi divisive and what we've seen only to get worse. So I hope we have our emergency breaks in place and we learn how to treat others and how to love others no matter what because uh, I think it's going to be tested. So anyways, um, thank you so much for joining uh, podcast number 15. I hope it was a great episode. We're only, what, three and a half weeks away from dropping off Neil in the woods. Uh, be ready for that. Um, th big thank you to Alita and Rochelle for joining us today. Um, if you're in Minnesota, if you're in Ohio, um, say hello. Uh, go see their business. If you have kids there, take them to their centers. Uh, pretty amazing stuff. Um, the uh, uh, again, big thank you out to Better Beans Branding, your one-stop shop for signage, branding, design, interiors, exteriors, construction, and remodels. They do amazing work, and we're doing it for people all over the country. Go to their website, BetterBeansBranding.com. See some of the amazing work they've done. Um, make sure to leave us a review on YouTube, on Google. Let us know how you like the podcast. We know a lot of you are listening every week because we hear you and I get your text. Leave me some messages and tell us how much you love us. Other than that, have a great week. Thank you so much. Adios.